Hello and welcome back to the Dungeons and Dragons Podcast UK. My name is Yasmin and I will be the DM. Hi, my name's Samantha. I play Laura Greyvale, a sorcerer from Nefalia. Hello, I'm Colin Robinson and I play Cuin de Greymont, a paladin from Gavany. Hi, I'm Ryan and I play Ogvar, a ranger from Kessig. After our companions' individual illusions had dissipated, a lush loot hall unexpectedly revealed itself, leaving all somewhat stunned. After appraisals had been made, Kewin, Ogvar and Alora shared the spoils. The three then coasted back out of the catacombs the way they had come, to find that some new friendly faces had arrived at the church. Episode 16. Hello Haversack, goodbye garments. Uh, Hello! Hi there. Oh, hello. Oh, hi, who are you? Oh, you, you must be the young'uns uh, Blessed Esther was talking about. Well, yes, we are. I'm, my name's Alora, and this this is Ogvar, and, and this is Kewin. Oh, uh, yes. Good day. Have, have, you, have you seen... Good day. Blessings of Everson on you. And to you, my friend. Uh-huh. Ah, lovely seeing you lot. Um, Esther mentioned that she'd been down. Oh, where are my, where are my manners? I'm I'm Robert. Robert? Well, it's nice to meet you, Robert. I've, uh, uh, I've come with uh, Florent. You see, Esther's grandson. Oh, her grandson has arrived. Yes, we, we got delayed. It's like we rode through the we rode through the storm, but we, we got delayed. We should have been here sooner, but we had to uh, go past you now. Right. Okay. Oh, well, she's got you to work quick. Yes, yes. Always, always the taskmaster she is. Uh, so that makes lovely cocoa, though. Uh, yes, she does. I c- I can vouch for that. Uh, yeah, she she extended her hospitality and she's been very kind to us. Um, you say Florence come with you. Um, is, is that where Esther, is Esther upstairs? Is that where they are? Uh, no, 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 they, they went outside. Uh, I, I don't know where. Where's Callie gone? We, Callie, we, Callie was with us, uh, she's a, she's a cleric. She, she, she was doing something over, over there somewhere, but she seems to have, she may have wandered out there as well. So there were three of you that arrived then? Yes, yes, three of us. Uh, okay, um, well, we'll, we'll just go on out and see if we can find Esther, I think, because... God, do, do you know anything about the history of this church? Um, not, not really, to be honest. Um, I'm usually up in Thraben, but I've, I've just taken assignment to uh, come down here and relieve Esther with Florent. I've, I've known him for a couple of years now, and you know, good mates, and got to stay together. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's cool. That's nice. Um, well, yeah, I'll leave you to, you know, do you, do you need any help? One of the boys would help you if you need some help. I'm sure, she says, looking at Kieran and Ogma. Oh, I, I should be fine, he says, and he wanders off and grabs the pew and he literally just whoosh, straight over the entire pew just by himself. He goes, I, I'm pretty strong. Yeah, I'm going to frown and go, Ooh. That's quite impressive. Uh, yes. <laughs> Bit of pew tossing. <laughs> um, yeah, Ogma's just going to look down at his toe and remember. <laughs> yes. 
and thinks, oh, yes, you, you seem to have that well in hand. Ah! Got to work out, you know, keep the muscles going. Yeah, Old Roger's gonna look down and like sort of grab his podge and like, mm, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shuffle off. Uh, right, I, I'm gonna smile and say, will you just excuse us, Rob, Robert? I'm sure we'll speak again. I, I need to go and catch up with Esther if that's all right. Of course, yes, of course. Right, well, I'll just take my leave for now and. Uh, anyway, I'm going to march on and just sort of crook my finger and get them to follow. As, as you march on, he goes, oh, if, if you do find Callie, she'll patch you up. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yes, we took a bit of a, uh, 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 damage, I suppose. Uh, All in the name of justice, my good friend. Oh, justice. Too true. Too true. What? I think you're fine. Ah. <laughs> ah. I, th- I think you're fine. I think you'll find that... Uh, there's a bit of clearing up to do in the uh, the catacombs, I'm afraid. Um, things got a bit out of hand there, and yeah, you you might need... I mean, it looks like somebody's patched the doors up a bit. I don't know if that was you, you but you might want to just, just go and have a look and just tidy up anything that's a bit messy. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yes, I'll, I'll get on that. Fantastic. Must keep the place of worship clean. Oh, it's... and then he starts. He he's, he's, he just starts picking up the end of the one pew, and he starts doing some <laughs> some overhead <laughs> bench pressing. Yeah, with bench it. pressing the pew. He goes, bench ah! pressing the pew. Brilliant. Okay. Um, right. I'm gonna now just kind of briefly give my head half a shake and a bit of a frown, and um, I'm gonna now walk out towards the open doors and see if I can go outside and find. All Esther. you hear in the background is him going, rah. Rah! <laughs> he's bench pressing this pew. He's really quite strange, really. But uh, it's quite uh, enthusiastic. I, it, 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 I seem to be quite attached. <laughs> yes, I would see. He reminds me of someone, but I can't quite put my finger on it. Oh, who knew? <laughs> I'm going to carry on walking. Going to go outside. Okay, so you Can go I outside, and it it is a it's, it's quite a nice day. It's a fair day. This storm's properly blown over now. It's, it's no trace of it of having ever been there. The nebel gust is just gone. Uh, but there's a nice, there's a stiff breeze whipping off the sea, and you can smell the salt. You can hear the cries of gulls over the sea and the lapping of the waves. I instantly relax. It's making me feel a little yeah, bit more you, at home. It's it's this. You just have this beautiful kind of seaside vista almost, and you know you've got this big plateau behind you with the upper level on it. But as you look out, you can properly see the city spread out in front of you, and you can see the uh, the industrial district with billowing grey fault like sm- smog and smoke coming out of it. You can hear the ring of swords on steel, and you can see the guards trading. You can see people like looking like t- tiny little toys, just kind of wandering around the sh- streets, and you can hear vendors. So this is distant sounds drifting up to us. Yeah, you can hear you can hear the sounds of you can even hear sounds of them down at the market, just whipping through this stiff sea breeze, going fish for one. Cool. Um, so it's a lively bus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I'm going to look around. Uh, t- I'll take in the scenery and draw in the smells and the air and suddenly realise that I found it very oppressive down in the catacombs compared to that. Um, didn't really notice at the time I was down there, but now stepping back out, I noticed notice that that was very much the case. Um, can I see Esther anywhere? Make me a spot check. Um... That's a 13. No, it's not. I'm sorry, it's a 12. 
Okay, so with a 12, you don't spot Esther, but you do spot a quite tall woman hurrying up the hill, just up the top of the hill towards the entrance of the church. And as she comes closer, you can see that she is wearing uh, the symbol of Avacyn on her clothes. She's not wearing robes like the uh, like Robert was, uh, but she does have some light armor on, which is inscribed. You can see like it's almost like carved into the armor, the leather of the armor, the symbol of Avacyn. Okay, so she's she in a rush or no? She's just walking up the hill. She's got a, a basket crooked over in the corner of her elbow with some you know some food in there okay so just gonna wait for her to get a bit closer to the church and just yep. stick my hand up and uh, good morning morning uh, 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 do you by any chance know uh, uh, Esther uh, we were told that she was out here uh, oh uh, sorry my, my name's Kuhn who are you oh I'm I'm, I'm Callie Oh, it's, it's a pleasure cleric. to meet you. You must have been the uh, ones helping old, uh, Esther out down the catacombs. Yes, yes. Uh, bit of fun, huh? Yes, yes. It was a little bit overcrowded down there, I have to say. Wasn't quite expecting that. No, well, you, you do hope that the dead stay dead. Yeah, that's one way of putting it. Yes, well. They're definitely dead now. Can you kill something twice, really, though? Well, I've had a go. Yes, yes well, uh, some of them were in bits and pieces. <laughs> oh, God, not that again. Oh, dear, I can see that you're quite similar to Robert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perhaps Not to worry, though, we all have characters. I guess it goes with the territory, yeah. <laughs> she laughs at that, and she says, well, I've got, uh, I've got, I'll go make breakfast, uh, or lunch rather at this time I'm sure you're hungry and she kind of takes a look at you and she looks at the state and she goes oh you're a you're a bit battered up aren't you let's um if you want to just take a take a seat down over here I'll give you a bit of uh patching up what does how old is she what does she look like she's quite dark-skinned uh she's got black hair tied up in a kind of severe bun around the bottom of her skull and she's she's not much taller than you Alora um but she seems quite down to business. She's got her fair share of scars over her hands and her, her kind of neck area where she's maybe had a brush, a close brush. But she's, you know, she carries a couple of daggers by her side, but she doesn't really have much weaponry on her at the moment, per se. Okay, so she is going... Did she say she's got light armour on? Yeah, she's yeah, got light underneath armor. her robes. She, she isn't wearing any robes. Oh, is she? No. Right, okay. Right, so on looking around, can I see Esther anywhere? Hang on, she's still going oh, to Oh, sorry. You. Yes. Oh, sorry. So oh. she guides you over to a small stone bench which is outside of the church and she makes you sit down. And she starts with Elora. She casts Cure Moderate Wounds. Yeah, uh, so that's going to be... She heals you up for... 16 points of damage. And you can, both of you, when you look at it all, you can see the kind of wounds knitting themselves back together. And there's still like a bit of dried, crusted blood and whatnot and a bit of dirt there. But the wounds themselves, you see them heal back together and they go pink and then they scar over and then just disappear straight away. Yeah, I've seen this before. So, so I'll, I'll, have, I'll have one of those as well. <laughs> she laughs and she casts it on you next. And you get 19 points back. That takes me back to full, yeah. Yep. And then she moves on to you, last of all, Kewin. And she looks at she looks at the state of you and your injuries and she goes, oh, Paladin, I see. <laughs> and you get twenty points of health back. 
Nice. And she stands up because she's been kind of half crouched down to kind of reach your reach that kind of level where she's crouching in front of your face, kind of just casting magic on you. She stands up, she brushes her knees off, she picks up her basket, which she's just dropped down by her feet. She goes, well, okay, I'll, I'm, I'm off to make lunch then. Oh, uh, Thank uh, you for that, Kelly. It was much appreciated. Kelly? Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> that, was, that was very uh, uh, good of you. Thank you. Uh, and a spot of lunch. Oh, you're very nice, aren't you? <laughs> yes, well... Kira, I never just... did ask you. Are you single? <laughs> she gives a pained smile, kind of nods her head at you and walks off very quickly. She's Go literally on. being hit on by a pallet. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just going to lean over to uh, to Kewin and say, Kewin, uh, I'm, I'm not quite sure the offer of lunch was for us. Hey! Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you never ask, you never know, do you? <laughs> you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Oh, very true. What would you like to do? Can I? Can we go find Esther, please? Yes. <laughs> Yes, finding Esther would be favourable. <laughs> oh, Esther! No. Where are you, Esther? I'll feel like I You say that, you just hear a... Hello? Hello? It's coming from your right, round to the side of the church. Okay. Okay. I'm going to motion with my thumb. Let's go right now. <laughs> yes, let's, let's, let's go... Uh, I, I, I heard something right there, didn't you? Let's go and have a look, yes? I'm just uh-huh. going to look at Ogvar and go... Oh. <laughs> really? Okay, lead the charge, go in! As you go to leave, you just hear, Robert, what are you doing? Put that pew down for Avacyn's sake! God, man! Have you no self-preservation? Just from inside the church, you just hear him go, Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Laura puts her hand to her head, rubs her temples backwards and forwards, kind of wondering whether she's actually developing a headache or or what at this stage. Okay. It's, it's great to see people putting in their training whenever they can. After he said that, you hear a rough spot and you go, Don't throw eggs at me, woman! <laughs> Wench! <laughs> and you can hear him start bickering inside the church. Uh, I, 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 I think we better uh, get a clip on, don't you? You think? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. Right. We'll go around the corner. Okay. So, so as you go, up. as you go around the corner, you're greeted by the view of the, where the church is orientated. It is quite close to the edge of this plateau, and you can see that over over the years, of, uh, some heavy stone railing has been put along the edge, obviously, so people don't go falling off the edge. And in that area, there is uh, some very well cultivated. Even though it's rocky ground, you can tell that it's, it's been um, worked and there's been soil put in. There's been a lot of time and effort being put in here to turn it into a small garden. And it's, you know, there's rough kind of sea grasses, like type you see on cliffs, spiky grass with rough stems. And there's some wildflowers, and there's a small vegetable patch in in kind of raised beds and boxes, which are, have obviously been gardened and covered over to stop the rain getting to them and drenching the crop entirely. And as you turn, as you go around there, you can see Esther, and she's clutching tightly onto the arm of a tall young gentleman. And she sees you coming around the corner. She goes, "Oh, hello, dears. Hello, hello. How's it been? Sorry, I wasn't there." Hi, Esther. Um. Yeah, things just... Well, you know, when you send us downstairs, things didn't quite go according to plan. I know you said that there's unlikely to be anything down there, but, well, there was. That's why we've been 
gone for however long we've been gone for. Oh, oh, oh dear, oh dear. She rushes up to you and she starts patting on your cheeks looking for any injuries. And no, she does, it's fine. She Callie... does that grandma thing where she takes Hanky out, licks oh. it and starts scrubbing on the side of your nose. I, I'm just going to screw my face up a bit and go, well, that, that's all very kind, but it's okay. Kel is taking care of that for us. She pats you and she goes, oh yes, wonderful girl. Yes, she was very, very kind. She goes, can you believe it? My grandson turned, Florent turned, Florent, come over here, Florent. And he's just, you hear him laugh and he comes ambling over. So Florent kind of wanders up, he walks behind his grandmother and he comes over to greet you. And looking at him, he is taller than Nesta. He's a bit taller than Nesta. He's probably hanging around maybe 5'10". He's got a slender and lithe build. He's garbed in silver and gold light armour. And there are white robes which curve from their fastenings at his chest, draping artistically under his pauldrons. And they meet back up kind of... You can see they, where they curve around his shoulder. They curve back up in between the shoulder blades where they meet a large grey mantle which rests over his uh, kind of like neckline. Um, over this ensemble he wears a dense grey woollen overcloak and you can see that at his side hang a pair of two finely crafted rapiers. I'm going to meet his gaze. Oh, hello, I'm, I'm Ogva. I'm pleased to meet you. Esther has told us quite a lot about you already. She very, very, uh, speaks very fondly of you. Yes, it, it is a pleasure to meet you. I, I'm, I'm so very grateful to you for taking care of my grandmother. I, I'm sure I must have worried her. We were supposed to be here earlier, but we were delayed and then we were forced to ride through the storm the other night and it was uh, less than pleasant. Bless Callie and Robert for travelling with me. Uh, we had some other business to attend to on our journey, but I thank you for resolving the issues here. It has been a great help and a great comfort to my grandmother. Not at all, not at all. Well, it's, it's a pleasure to meet you. Um, what Ogvar said, really. Um, your grandmother's been... She extended she extended us shelter when we needed it, and food, and it was really appreciated, so helping her out was really no issue. Although, I was a little surprised that we kind of met the resistance that we did. I wasn't quite expecting that. He, he nods at you, and you can see Esther. She's kind of nodding along furiously, and she's, she's giving loving glances to her grandson and patting on his arm and, and generally clutching him cr- close. So you've come to take over from your grandmother, have you? Yes, I, I have. I, it is my duty now to take over this church, he, said, he, he says, and he says, I, I'm quite glad that I am here. It's, it's coming home after a long journey. And he leans down and he gives his grandmother a kiss on the cheek, and she, she goes, oh, bless you. I'm just going to smile and I'm going to think to myself, Laura's going to think internally, uh, yeah, my questions need to wait just a little while. Yeah. So he, 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 you can then engage, he engages in some idle chit chat. He asks how you are. How, and after a little bit of idle chit chat, he turns to us and he goes, he goes, Grandma, I, I, I believe that uh, if I'm correct in looking through that window, I, I think Robert and Callie might be. Uh, causing trouble again would, would you mind ever so greatly she's oh yes yes of course of course off i go and she scurries off into the church to supposedly sort out robert robert and callie i'm gonna look at esther and smile a lot and kind of put my head on one side and smile and just say well i think kelly was off to sort out 
Lunch, but I think the omelettes might have started early. She laughs and she goes, oh, well, it's a, it's a good thing I've got a good supply of eggs then, isn't it? Oh, I'd say. And off she goes. And you're just left, three of you, stood outside with Florent. Well, they're, they're, those look like a couple of nice rapiers there. Does had them long? I noticed you well-crafted. Rapiers. Yes, yes, I, I have. Uh, thank you for noticing. They were a, grif- a gift from my grandmother. She does take a uh, pride in collecting fine weapons. It's, it's, you know, her. I, I'm sure she must have regaled you with tales of when she was a midnight duelist. Uh, they were my favourite stories while growing up as a child. Oh, yes, uh, we've, we've heard all about that. and that's, uh, She talks with such fondness. Very, very, very entertaining stories. Yes, she, she, is, she has been an exceedingly strong woman throughout her life and she has been tied down to this church for most of it and I know that myself, I was a burden upon her for most of my childhood. I, my parents died when I was young and she had to take care of me. I'm sure she doesn't regret that but I would, I would have liked for her to be able to see the world and travel around the world. It was always her dream. What, what do you think she will do with her? Her days now. No, you have uh, come to look after the church in her stead. Well, I think she, unless she is given a push, she will probably remain here tending to her garden. Do you know much about the church's history? If you were here, I mean, has she always been here? Did she say she'd always been here? Oh, Esther, yeah. She yeah, she Esther. did. So she told us that, didn't she? My, my grandmother would know more of the history of this church in particular. Uh, I have been training, I've been taken to Thraben for my training, so I haven't been here for many moons. So I've returned now that I have been uh, taught in the ways of uh, looking after my church. So I have returned to take up my post here now. But uh, about this church, I mean, I was only a child. I didn't really pay much interest to that when I was younger, but I suppose I shall learn more about it now. I would imagine that you and Kieran kind of perhaps know the same people in that case if you were in Throbin. Yes, I, I expect we should, yes. Probably. <sighs> at, this, at this point he starts rattling off a list of names, which, you know, people he's obviously known and met. And... Yes, uh, yes uh, I know a few of them. Uh... Yes, well, you say so Throbin, Throbin is, a, is a big city, isn't it? Yes, I mean, there's, there's, there are several different areas and you know, you've got the main church and you've got the training areas and... Yes. Yes, well... Yes, uh, um... Yes, my, my you know, uh, Marquette, I suppose, uh... I know him very well. Yes, uh... In fact, we're on a little bit of a quest for him. Oh, are you? It's quite a... a claim to know the Lunark himself. Yes, yes, uh, uh, Oh, oh, I, I do not doubt you. I'm, I'm just... I'm just surprised. Yeah. Oh. You know, one gets known. Ha <laughs> <laughs> oh, ha! Yes, yes. Right. Well, that that's that's great, boys. I'm glad that you're enjoying bonding. Um. Yes, yes. Back back to the main subject. I I didn't just ask my grandmother to go and supervise Robert and Callie for no reason. I I wish to give you a a thank you gift. To say thank you for everything you've done for my grandmother. Well, there's no real need for that, you know. We, she's 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 done plenty for us in the last 12 hours, 12, 24 hours, you know. She's given us shelter when we needed it. and Yes, but I, I do feel the need to give you a gift. I mean, from what has been... I, I, I did venture down into the second day of the catacombs. Well, 
I, I took a quick trip down there and I have to admit that was quite the worrying, worrisome thing to see. So I, I must thank you for protecting my grandma. I know she can hold her own, but she is not young anymore. So please let me give you this gift. Oh, I must have missed that. When did you go down there then? Because we've not long come out. I mean, we did go around the corner and sit on a bench with Kelly. Did you, have you been down there? No, no, you must have still been down on the bottom floor. Oh, you didn't come all the way down then. That's why we didn't see. You did go into the, the first floor down, did you? Yes, I, I went oh. down to the second floor. I, I didn't go any further because I didn't wish to. Well, I needed to report back up to Callie and Robert just to make sure. Oh, okay, fine. Mm. Besides, had you, had you managed to deal with something of that size, I don't think there would have been anything else down there that could have possibly harmed you. Well, yeah. Yes, it was a bit, uh, a bit frolicsome, shall we say? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he hands over a bag. And he gives this bag over to you, Elora. He goes... Uh, this this has been in my family for quite a while. It has a... It's a bit finicky, that's, that's all I will say. Um, but now I, I must also ask you another boon, so to say. And I do not wish for my grandmother to live a quiet life here, tending to her garden every day. That is not what I wish for her. I would ask that if you have... If you were able to, would you take her with you so she can experience the world? Would you be willing to do that? Well, you'll sort of look at each other. Yeah, I think we look at each other and I'll just say, well, I, th I think more the question is whether whether she really wants to, you know, she's 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 got quite a nice, nice life here. It might be a little bit insular, but, you know, there is the town and she's... She's a bit safer here, although I think she can probably handle herself okay. Um, I think we, we've got a bit of a task at hand, and I, we're not exactly sightseeing, and we don't know where it's going to take us, and we're likely to run into all kinds of dangers. Um, you know, we're just the question is, does she really want to go back into that kind of life where, you know, she's, you know, we, we've, we've run into quite a few problems so far. Um, it's not exactly been plain sailing, and I, I, I doubt that I doubt that it's going to get much better. I mean, these are dangerous times we live in, and the more you travel, the more you see, the more trouble you run into, or seemingly anyway. Yes, I I, I understand. I shall I shall have to have a word with her myself, but I'm sure that she was she would love to see the world outside of Junau. Well, I'm sure she's a very talented swordswoman. Um, she's probably got a whole skill set that might come in handy for what, you know, for where we're going and what we're doing. But, um, you know, I mean, you can't force someone into doing something like that, can you? No, no, of course not. No, I mean... We'll, um, we'll have a chat about it. Yes, yes, of course. I, I believe lunch should be ready soon, so... Yeah, yes. Uh, I mean, she would be, uh, I suppose, welcome. I mean, it, you know, but you should... I think if she decides, you know, after the talk, I'm fine with uh, her joining. Uh, she's got a few bit of extra knowledge that we haven't. And I would imagine her skill set is, is, um, is highly quite... suitable for where we may have to go and what we may have to do. Yeah, I, mean, just, I agree. I agree. She's you know, more we're than still, handy in a, in we're a still only spot. three of us, aren't we? So. Yes, I mean. 
Hopefully she'd be with us if we encounter anything like that again. Yeah, well, an extra pair of hands would never hurt, would it? Yeah, yes. Hmm. Okay, so... At that point, we're just going to kind of tail off that conversation, I think, and and just go off... Well, I'm certainly going to go off into a little bit of private thought. Yeah. So he says, yes, I'm sorry for springing this upon you so suddenly. Um, But I I only wish the best for my grandmother. I I I want you to understand that. Well, I think that's clear. I think we can see that. He goes, if you would follow me, I believe lunch should be ready soon. And he starts going back towards the entrance of the church. Okay. Um, That'd be appreciated. Thank you very much. Uh, we going to have a look at what this bag is? Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's never it's never polite to open a gift when somebody stood there, is it? So um, at this point, I'm going to... As you ask Corn, he goes, I, I will obviously I'll, I'll leave you to discuss amongst yourselves. We'll be up in a minute, Florent. Thank you very much for your hospitality once again. He nods his head and he walks around the corner. All right, so I'm now going to look at the bag in my hand. What is this bag? How does it, what does it look like to start with? So what are you doing with this bag? You've, you've obviously taken it into your arms. What are you doing? I want to have Physi- a look. What, physically, what are yeah, you Yeah, physically, what does it, what am I doing? Well, I'm holding it in my hand, but I'm just looking at it, first of all, to, to, to I suppose, not appraise it as such, but to look at the item. How does it present? I mean, what sort of bag is it? What colour is it? You hear a voice. Oi! What are you looking at? Sorry. I'm going to take a moment. And <laughs> I'm gonna... looks around. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to you, Corky. What are you looking at? <laughs> Where's that coming from? I'm just... Here, you big dolt. Right. <laughs> I can hear something. Who are you? And who are you talking to? You, Corky. You're talking to me. <laughs> Do I automatically assume it's the bag, or am I still... I don't know, that's your... Okay, I'm looking around. Who's who's talking? I mean, I am very rude. Right, everybody just quiet for a minute. (laughs) I'm going to pick this... I'm going to lift this bag up in front of my face and go... Narrow my eyes. So, where are you? And I'm going to look left and right while this bag's hanging in front of my face. (laughs) Ah. Where are you? You're blind. Ah, I'm here. It is you. Hmm. I'm going to look at the other two and with my free hand, I'm going to point to this bag. Who are you then? I'm Orland. Who are you? Why do you want to know? Well, considering you're grabbing me hair, then yeah, I want to know. Well, if I knew you were a you, I wouldn't be grabbing your hair. Where would you like me to grab you? And keep it clean, please. (laughs) 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 Oh, I'm a bag, aren't I? Hold me like a normal person. Well, I was holding the handle. Yeah, not the handle. I've got straps. Right, hold it by the straps. That's better. Show a bit of respect, why don't you? This is not helping. Right, explain yourself. Who are you? You're Orland, but you're a bag. Yeah, that's right. Right. You you, uh, going to expand on that? Well, I am what I am. I'm a bag. Yeah, right, so... uh... I, I thought he said this was a... Gift. So, so it's a rude gift. We've we've been given a bag that uh, talks back. That's really yeah, well, handy. Yeah, well, uh, you say that now, but you know, this is it's a magical item. Mm. I'm not in it. I am right here. Yeah, I'm talking about you, not to you. Well, that's just rude, isn't it? No more than what you started out. Well, I suppose we'd better make introductions, seeing as you obviously are sentient. So, Ogvar. This is Orland. Hello. Orland, I'm, this is Ogvar. I'm Ogvar. Kieran, this is Orland. Orland, hello. this is Kieran. Uh, hello. Uh, yes. Uh, if you're travelling with me, you're travelling with them. 
Well, I've got no choice if I travelled. I don't have legs, do I? No, but you've got a mouth, haven't you? That I do. Um, okay, what, so... What exactly are you, then? Oh, uh, I was created a long time ago as a... I'm what they call Heward's Handy Aversack. A what? Heward's Handy Aversack. But basically, what happened is some absolute idiot decided to try and do a bit of magical experimentation on me. And now, I talk. And as you may understand, you know, I didn't ask to be created. I'm not exactly happy with that. Well, I think that's possibly evident. But having a go at me isn't the best way to start a relationship. Only that. We, we, we didn't do it. I mean, you're... Well, you're, no, you you're, ain't got the brains for it, have you? Uh, oh. Did he just say... Have you got any of that, uh, uh, I don't know, what oil to set things alight? <laughs> you love fire, don't you? <laughs> and Laura's just going to laugh. <laughs> Roll me an intimidation check. <laughs> 18. Oh, God, no, not fire. No, 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 anything but fire. No, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry. Right, I'm going to examine this bag more closely. Does it actually have a mouth? Does it have a visible mouth or eyes or anything like that? No, it doesn't have anything visible. What it looks like, it looks like a satchel. So you've got two end loops and a strap over the top, and it's got a handle, it's got a bag flap, and you've got a couple of pockets on the front, which obviously is secured by the... the the flip over top it looks a bit worn it looks battered it looks a bit grimy um it's obviously been around for quite a while uh it's got the attitude to match that but there doesn't seem to be any kind of visible eyes or mouth or anything it is just a disembodied voice Mm. right if you show me a little respect i'll show you a little in return respect is earned not given i'd like to look in the pockets of your bag is that all right with you well, it's much better than him, isn't it? Stirring me around, putting muddy boots in me. Would well, you even speak to him? No, he's fluffy. Look at him. So you've not actually even spoken to him. How long have you been with him? Oh, a couple of years. And you've never spoken to him? It doesn't seem like worth the effort, to be honest. Oh, my God. Right. I'm going to set this down. Where where the... um? Is there somewhere I can set it down, side of a balustrade or something? Yeah, yeah, there's plenty of places. Right, I'm going to carefully put this bag down for fear of hurting its feelings any further. Um, I'm going to open up the little pockets on the side. Can I search through all the pockets on the bag? Yeah, sure. Is there anything in the pockets? You find a couple... Muddy boots. <laughs> yeah, you find a pair of muddy boots. <laughs> this present's not getting much better, is it? <laughs> you find you find a couple of... You find a pair of muddy boots, uh, a pair of dirty underwear... Oh. <laughs> I'm going to pick up the oh. trolleys I, don't, I think I have a potion for this <laughs> oh. Get rid of the smell <laughs> <laughs> And you hear the bags You go like, you go. Ugh, disgusting If you knew the way he lived ugh. Well I, I'm kind of getting the picture of that But then he has been on the road Give the bloke a break He goes in my, in my left pocket Look in my left pocket Your left or my left? My left Right I look in the right pocket <laughs> Okay, you open it up and you find four bottles. And they look like beer bottles. Small small beer bottles, not like big beer bottles. Small beer bottles. Right. And in these beer bottles, they've they've got liquid in them. And on the label, it's a handwritten kind of label which has been stuck on. But there is the 
kind of name, Cleric's Cure. I'm going to pick them up and read the labels, hold it in my hand, and I'm just going to say Twogvar and um, Kirin. I'm going to turn it round so they can see the label. I'm going to Cleric's Cure. I'm going to read it out loud. And then I'm going to turn the bottle back and I'll pop it down on the side next to the bag. Is there anything else in the bag that I can find? Other no. than the shoes, the dirty chollies and the, <laughs> no. and the four no. bottles of clothes. Or- Orland goes, that's some nice stuff there. He said, got put in me. Oh, It was a while back. I can't remember how long. It was a while back. It was before Esther. Esther was nice. She kept me perfumed. So you were Esther's before you were Florence? Yeah, yeah. How long have you been with the family? Oh, a long time. Long time. It was a long time ago that I was made. And so, so the bottles were put in prior to Esther? Yes, yeah. yeah. But but the bloke who put them in, I can't remember what his name was now. It's been too long. It's been too long. They were some nice stuff. He was dabbling a bit of brew in himself. To, uh, alcoholic or potion? A bit of both. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, pardon me, what did you say your name was? Orland. It's actually quite nice to have a conversation. I haven't had one in years. Actually, it's quite novel being able to talk to, well, a bag. To be fair. Yeah. I mean, Esther was, Esther was all right, but, you know, I only spoke to her as a child. Didn't really speak to her much after that. When when you were a child or when she was a child? Oh, no, 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 when she was a child. I've always been this way. She dropped me in a muddy puddle. I didn't really appreciate that. So she's aware that you have a personality? Maybe, I don't know. It was a long time ago. I can hold a grudge, I can. But it does get a bit boring after all the years. Well, I'm not surprised. Um, right, well, seeing as you are your own person... Well, I mean, technically I'm a bag, but I'll, I'll take that. Well, I'm talking to you, so therefore you're a person. Because if I'm talking to a bag and not a person, then I'm losing my marbles. Well, yeah, I mean, you do seem to be sentient and you... You see the buckles on the bag just kind of flutter. He goes, oh, you're making me, bu- bu- you're making me bu- buckles by flutter. <laughs> have to say that again. <laughs> A blooper reel. <laughs> he goes, oh, you're making me buckles. Is this one called Granville in this sketch as well? Granville. And take 42. One is making you what? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. Uh, oh, you're making me buckles flutter. Oh, well. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, so I have a question for you. Shoot. Seeing at you never ask a sorcerer to do that. Well, I'll take my chances. Well, I, I might as well ask you. You've been given to me as a gift by Florent, as I'm sure you heard. So... Do you want to travel with us, or don't you? Well, it'd be nice to get some fresh air, I suppose. Right. And, you know, as long as you're not going to put your dirty wooden underwear on me. I don't think Or your muddy not. boots. No, I don't think that's likely. Oh, OK. But I'll, I'll tell you how I operate, then. I am a version of Hewitt's Handy Haversack. Hewitt's Handy Haversack is a little bag that you, stuff, you put things into. It's kind of like a bag of holding. But when you want something, it's there waiting for you. So... You read somebody's mind? Uh, kind of, yeah. It's something similar. And, and um, how much can you hold exactly? If if it's just there, where, is there a limited amount of storage you have? Good question, Ogfell. I can take a lot, I can. I'm a strong bag. Oh, undoubtedly you look 
very, very well put together. Yeah, I mean, would you uh, still... Excellent buckles. I, yeah, I, I, I take it you still... Would, would the weight <laughs> sort of disappear, or... Because obviously... Here comes the party, Lou. Uh, Elora, uh, obviously, if we put all the stuff in in you, or a certain amount, and I gave, and Elora tried to pick it up, would she be able to pick it up, or would it still need to be uh, with somebody who's strong, or... Well, yeah, you see, that's uh, that's kind of up to me. Oh, so it's up to you. If, if I like you, you'll be fine. You won't, you won't feel any weight. But if you're some pissant bandit trying to carry me off with your filthy, grubby, blood-stained hands, you got no chance. Oh. I have a bit of a prized possession, but I'm guessing that you wouldn't house him. What? Well, I've got a familiar that's hanging on the inside of my cloak right now. I can't do live animals. Not good with live animals. Plus, I don't really want any animal mucking me. I'm good for that, thanks. Well, that's fair enough, then. But at least I asked. Yes, um... Yeah, you're not, you're not a bad sort, you know. We could try the uh, party loot. See, uh... <laughs> is is that everything that's in there? He goes, hang on a minute. And you hear from inside him a bit of shuffling, a bit of clanky. As the bag kind of wiggles on the on the on the balust on the balustrade where you've left him. And Hold you on hear, to it. <laughs> 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 you hear you hear a bit of clanking and banging and he goes, hang on, hang on, hang on and he goes <laughs> and his top flap opens up. <laughs> And he just he spits out a book. Oh, I like books. That's that's all. That should be all. What's the title yeah. of said book? Title of the book is Dreams of Light. And if you remember correctly, yes, I was just coming to that. That is one of the books on the list. You can hold on to that one, Alora. Yeah, I'll hang on to that. I'll, um, I'm going to actually put it back in the bag for now say okay i'm just gonna put this back where it came from no worries and then you hear as you as you go as, as you lift up the top flap to kind of put it back in you hear a kind of bleh, bleh. Hear, oh, oh go away all right i'm gonna stand i'm gonna swing around backwards to the left you're still holding the book and all of a sudden you get this <laughs> as the top of the bag opens up and the load of dust and goes, goes poof out of this bag and it, it kind of shakes and he goes there we go. <coughs> I'm gonna waft. <coughs> really? Do, does nobody ever clean you out? No. <sighs> I am filthy. It's disgusting. The way these people live. Blech. What is he made out of? Orland. Leather. Oh, it's a leather bag. Okay. He's a leather bag. <clears throat> out of curiosity, I've never met a sentient bag before. So can you? Can you see? Well, it's 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 not so much seeing as I I, I don't have eyes like you know you do. Uh, but I just. No things. Oh, okay. Don't ask me how, I don't know. If you know things, then I have a question for you. Where did you get that book from? Oh, a long, long time ago. Long, long time, time ago. ago. Someone put him in me. I don't remember it. Well, you look after it. It was, it was long before the guy before Esther. Okay. And when you look at the book, it is an old book, but I it has I'd been... I put it back in. No, okay. you didn't, because he was coughing up dust. Oh, right, sorry, okay, I've yeah. still got it then. You look at the book, and it is a very old-looking book. It's You can tell that it's a very old way of binding books, but it looks absolutely pristine. I open it, what's it book about? Ooh. Okay, I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> Should have been prepared for this. <laughs> you look inside the book, and the book itself, it's, it looks, it's quite heavily, it's a densely packed text. I mean, there is, it's tiny text in tight lines. Like, there's been not much, and it's hand-scribed. Oh. That's all she wants to know for the time being. 
<laughs> but it appears to be a collection, when you look at it, it appears to be a collection of children's tales. Oh, okay. And stories about light and things okay. like that. Well, it's, it's, a, just... it's, it's, it's a mix of things. Right, well, she's just going to flip through roughly and had a look at... And then she's going to close the book and then she's going to open Orland and pop the book back in. Okay. If you'd look after that for me, thank you. Yes, yeah, of course. And you see his top flap, where his, his, his flap comes over the top of the top of the bag. It's got two leather straps. And you see it kind of do like this little wave thing. Yeah, Mexican wave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 I don't know about you, but uh, he seemed, you know, he's going to be a, almost like a member of our party too. Uh, I don't think we should put the boots and the uh, underwear back in. Well, I wasn't planning to, Kevin. Oh, yes, that's all right then. And the bag, you just hear this kind of from the bag. Um, well, uh, I suppose we'd better uh, see if we can put a few bits and pieces in. Uh, what do you want to ask him to carry? Well, the party. Do you think we might need to possibly give him a, a small break from burden? Okay. Well, I think we ought to... Just going to... Pick up the pants off the balustrade for like a ping them off. <laughs> <laughs> so like sort of a bit of a, a final farewell to him. Like. <laughs> me a strength check. How big are the pants? Honestly, how far they go? Comes the elastic. <laughs> <laughs> you should try one of those priest pants. <laughs> try a priest. You should have kept them. You could use it as a leg. What I meant. Dirty exactly pants. Load a priest bullet and watch it go. <laughs> oh. oh, that's not going to go very far. Not going to go very far. That was a four. <laughs> the elastic <laughs> snaps. Smacks him back in the face. <laughs> so you fire off these. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Oh you God. fire off. <laughs> Get together by the light of Avison. You fire off this pair of underwear and you get this definite ping as they go flying over the balcony. And you know, when you see like kind of elastic, it kind of goes wow <laughs> as it flies upwards and then it just drops. And they you just hear flapping material as it drops. And then someone underneath going, ah! <laughs> well, I think that's the last you'll see of them. The bag. When you look at the bag, the straps on this bag, they're just doing the Mexican way, but you can just hear him cackling. Uh, That's my, my good turn for the day, I think. <laughs> Laura's just still going to just be laughing. Just, do the boots! Do the boots! <laughs> I suppose. Be, all right, a bit of welly wagging. <laughs> One! Two! No. If you've got a mace, they're a pair of boots. Sorry. Have you tied the laces together to do that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, roll me a stroke check. What do they call those? A bowler. A bowler. A bowler, is that what it mm. is? Seven. <laughs> nine. Yeah, you love these wellies. And then they go, well, these, these boots. And you wait a couple of seconds as it falls, as it goes off the edge of the promontory. And then you just hear a crunch and go, my roof! <laughs> Has anybody got a men's spell? Because <laughs> I don't. The bag is absolutely besides itself cackling. You can see it's like it's, it's rocking backwards and forwards. The straps are wiggling on it. It's right, Ireland. It's absolutely beside I, itself. I think, I think it looks like you're going to be travelling with us from now on. You, you, it's, it's just cackling. <laughs> 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 
right, I'm going to just hook the bag on my shoulder and I'm going to turn around to the others and say, well, I can't imagine you carrying a bag because it will get in the way of you drawing a bowstring. And a paladin with a handbag, I can't really see that either. So do you want me to look after Orland? Okay. I'm not a handbag, I'm a haversack. I'm sorry, Orland, you're a haversack. Yeah, too right. Okay, so, um, how about we, uh, go inside and maybe find some food? It, yeah, it does seem like... as though the, uh, the offer was extended to us. That sounds like a good idea. Um, Orland, I'm assuming that you actually don't need to eat and drink. It's not a need per se, but, you know, when he put his lunch in me, I might take a good couple of bites out of it just to spite the bastard, but... Right, okay. No, I, I won't be munching through your rations or anything. I'm not that mean. Right, okay then. Yep, go inside. So, we'll go inside. You with us, Kieran? Yep. Yep, cool. After acquainting themselves with a couple of Cathars from Thraben, Esther introduced them to her grandson, Florent. An enthusiastic exchange of greetings bore a gift of goodwill for our team as they acquired a sentient satchel with sarcastic tendencies and a story to tell. A disgusted Orland revealed a dirty secret, and with lunchtime looming, Ogvar got in a bit of target practice by launching some lingerie. Hi, Elora here. Although making this podcast is a total hoot, it still takes a mahoosive amount of effort and time to produce them. If you feel that you can spare a few coins to buy the crew an ale and some rations to keep the creative juices flowing and support what we do, although perhaps not Rowan as he's still looking a little on the chunky side just now, we would be eternally grateful. As a podcast supporter, we would give you a super duper shout out on the next episode for your amazing generosity. Uh, Oh, sorry, sorry, got to run. Looks like Rowan has got himself into a bit of mischief again. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Having you as a listener means everything to us. So, whichever streaming service you choose to listen to us with, please give us a like, subscribe and follow. We would love for you to join us on our Facebook or Twitter page, where you can catch up with all of our latest news. While you're waiting for the next episode of Secrets of the Silver City, why not pop over to our website, where you can read all of the information about this campaign from backstories to setting. All of the links are in the bio of this episode. Join us again next week for the next instalment. Thank you for listening.